Welcome to Winning Is Not Everything, where we bring sanity back to youth sports by focusing on character development, effort, and sportsmanship, not rankings and trophies. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, former NFL reporter, children's book author, and youth sports coach. Today, we've got part three of our conversation with three-time Olympian Kara Winger on the exceptional stride she went to to help another competitor, her advice to parents, and of course, her message to young athletes who look up to her. Let's get to it. Carol Winger is striving to become a four-time Olympian, hopefully this summer. But growing up, Kara played every sport imaginable, and she loved it. T-ball then softball, soccer, volleyball, swimming, basketball, golf. In high school, she was on the swim team, played basketball, and also threw the javelin. In fact, she thought basketball was her ticket to college. As a coach myself, it troubles me to see so many parents buckle to the pressure of putting their children on a path of specialization at an early age. There's so many challenges and concerns, including the overall mental and physical toll on a child. The benefits, meanwhile, of having your child compete in multiple sports, especially in those early years, are plenty. A current and relevant example is Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, who thrived in baseball, basketball, and football growing up. So I hope you'll enjoy my conversation with Kara Winger on the benefits of playing multiple sports, as well as other wisdom from her for parents and kids. Let's get to it. I think one of the other incredible things that I read in preparation for our talk is one of your top competitors, you know, Ariana, and you've been so above and beyond in welcoming her and just connecting with her. And so here you have one of your top competitors, and yet you guys have a genuine friendship to the point that she was staying with you in your home. Is that something you could have done earlier in your career? Or is this part of the evolution and the maturation of you to be able to see somebody like her and and be friends with her, yet also have her as one of your stiffest competitors? Yeah, I I like that you said it was above and beyond because I think Ari would agree with you (laughs) on that. Um, And I love like that honesty from her too, because she she was just like, yeah, sure. Are are you sure? Because sure, (laughs) like, let's do this. And really like inviting her to live in my house was more about our friendship than it was about training. Like, absolutely. She was in like a a 12 by 14 foot rented room in Chula Vista, like by herself. Um, And I know enough about her, like our personality types are different enough that I was like, you are not going to do well if you have to stay there all alone. So please like come to my house. And at that point it was, I think end of April. So she could get here in one very long day of driving, but not have to like At that point, not knowing that much about like virus spread and all that stuff, like not have to stop and risk like being in a hotel or Airbnb or whatever when we like weren't necessarily comfortable with that yet. So it just seemed like the best opportunity to like give her not necessarily a place to train, but just happiness, like just some freedom from this, this real isolation that she was in. Yeah. Ari, again, like I know that she's my competition and she knows that I'm her competition, but like in the javelin and in all field events, like every person has their opportunity to shine. 
And I absolutely love that about the sport because there's no reason to be not friends with people. Like I have zero effect on what you're doing and you have zero effect on what I'm doing. So sportsmanship is like even easier than it is in any other sport, like to, to respect what the other person is doing and see their performance as totally separate from yours. Like you can feed off of each other in a competition, but you each get your own opportunity to perform. So there's like nothing I can do to mess you up. And if I try, I'm a really big jerk. Like that's just not okay. So it's just, it's super easy. And for us, like for our friendship, uh, you know, we'd had opportunities to talk to each other and spend time with each other, I guess, for like five years before we actually became friends. But then it was just one meet in 2017 in Florida that we were like in the same suite um, with other people, but like instantly both of us were like, why have we not hung out more? (laughs) You're very cool. And she is one of my best friends in the world, genuinely outside of track and field. Like we have so much more in common than throwing the javelin. That just happens to be how we met. And it was an absolute blast for her to live with me over the summer. We keep saying, I miss COVID summer. Like I, I, I wish you were here. Like (laughs) a super fun roommate situation. And Evidence of that is that we we road tripped to Idaho for that one competition that we had, um, like through the Tetons and Yellowstone. And we, you know, when we went to Chula Vista at the beginning of the pandemic, kind of after she'd moved in to move her out of her little room that she was renting, once it became clear that it was going to be longer than she thought that she'd be away, we went to Lake Powell and we just saw really cool stuff together. And that's what we try to do around the entire world as well. We've been roommates in Italy We were roommates in Doha at World Championships. We were roommates in Lima, Peru, and, you know, went to breakfast on the coast together after we were done competing and also happened to be the only two American female javelin throwers to medal together at Pan Ams in the last 40 years. So it's just, it's so fun to have absolutely nothing but respect for this person and succeed together, like in life and in sport. Like, I just absolutely love it. She's irreplaceable. Would I have been able to house a competitor in my home and train together earlier in my career? I don't know, but I think if it would have been Ari, it would have been okay. Like that's how that's how wonderful she is. That's how close we are to each other. And I, mm. yeah, she's just the best. It was no no problem, no question, just wonderful. What's one message you have for youth sports parents today? Try everything. Let your kids try everything. Uh, There's just no reason to specialize. I played every sport till I graduated high school. Like going to college and suddenly being only a javelin thrower was like quite the adjustment period. I had literally never lifted weights in high school until I got to college. And I'll never forget like walking to one of my classes in a building that didn't have an elevator after my first lifting day and barely making it there. But I love that because I just, I didn't learn bad habits in the weight room before I got to a place that had better coaching, blah, blah, blah. Like the variety that all sports provide are only going to keep your kids healthier than if they specialize early. And it just, it breaks my heart when I see chronic injuries in kids. As someone who's been injured a lot in my career, I was not before I became just a javelin thrower. 
Mm. And the variety of life, like the spice of life is just, it's something that keeps you healthy, not only physically, but mentally. And that's important for your kids and their development. The last big question, of course, is what's one message you would have for kids who look up to you? I Can I tell you one of my proudest moments? Um, <laughs> there is a javelin thrower. She lives in Kansas. I had the absolute honor of being not only her Halloween costume in 2019, but also her Christmas present. Her parents drove her out to Colorado. We took a tour of the training center. We got to have a little coaching session and it was just the joy of my life. I'm so honored by it and I absolutely love still having a relationship with them. They sent me like a care package before my surgery. And it's just like the sweetest, most amazing thing ever. I just can't believe that that kind of relationship has come out of my life. Like that's the dream, you know, <laughs> to just have this really genuine person that it's not about me. It's about like the kind of pathway that she sees through a relationship with me to also follow her dreams. Like that's everything. I love it. Yeah. And to kids that look up to me, I, I want more people to throw the javelin. I think that there's like part of having some sort of fan base, I guess, that that is uncomfortable for me because I don't want to be somebody that isn't accessible, right? Like I always want to share the way that I have gotten through injuries and learned in the first place and like still do not have the best technique in the world because I had all of these habits that I really had to break. And I just, I always want to share how that happened and how other people can very obviously do that too. Like, again, I'm not from a family of athletes. I never necessarily feel like a very natural athlete. I have to work really hard to learn stuff and unlearn other stuff. And those are all things that I'm more than happy to share with anybody that's interested and wants to learn. There's always ways to improve. And I know a lot of them because I've had to learn a lot of them over the many years, but also just thank you. Like it's, it's really cool to hear from people that don't necessarily just see accomplishment, but see like the in-between like day by day intentionality of what I do and what a lot of like women, especially that I look up to and that I love being connected to, um, do to, to get where we are. So, uh, awesome. yeah, just thank you for that recognition as well. Well, Kara, thank you so much for joining me. It was such a blast to catch up with you and to just get your wisdom for, uh, the listeners. So thank you very much. Absolutely. My pleasure, Sean. You're, what you're doing is so important. So I'm really honored that you had me on. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Winning Is Not Everything. Please make sure to like the podcast and subscribe to the podcast and share this podcast. Also, would you please, please go to my website, seankjensen.com and visit the contact page. I want you to leave me a voice recording and tell me your first name, your age, where you're from, and who your favorite coach is and why that person is your favorite. Some of your responses could be aired on a future episode of Winning Is Not Everything, and I'll randomly pick a few of you to receive a signed and personalized copy of one of my middle school rules books or a free gratitude training session from Model Student Athlete. Remember, winning is not everything, but the three H's to be a real hero in life are hustle, humility, and heart. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, and we'll see you next time.